Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. If you have your Bibles ready, today we'll be in Psalm 20, verses 1 through 9. I simply entitled this, We Will Remember the Name of the Lord Our God. This is the first half of a two-part study. Psalm 20, and I'll explain why. And uh, So let's go ahead and pray and we'll get started. Uh, Father God, we thank you so much for today. We do pray and we lift up uh, this building to you, Lord. We pray for each of these rooms and uh, ask, Lord, that your anointing would be over it. Um, we pray for everyone who's here, Lord, as they come in today. They have things that are weighing on them, things that they're uh, concerned with or trying to deal with. And so, Lord, we pray that this would be a place of peace, a place of rest for them. Uh, that they would be encouraged by your word um, especially in psalm 20 we learn about the victory praying for the victory that's already going to happen even though you haven't even started the battle that's that's the trusting of the lord and and we learn that from king david uh, today and so we pray as we think about that we think about israel uh, and and understanding that um, what is happening there lord is is um, chaotic at times and we're seeing a lot of things uh, even the false information that's being put out and things that are happening we even see the the the, the minds that are uh, blinded here um, that that are following lies blatant lies at that and so lord we ask that you just be with us we ask that those blinders be removed that people would uh, during this time of chaos and and possibility of war that um uh, that we would seek you uh, the way David did. Father God, we thank you so much for today. We pray again just for everyone here. We pray for the marriages and the families. We pray for our widows. We pray, Lord, for the, the city. And we ask, Lord, that you be with us as we head into Lytle uh, on Tuesday. Uh, we got four assemblies. We ended up getting the middle schools as well. And so we pray for that. Pray for Austin as he's flying in on Saturday. We thank you, Father God, for all that you're doing. We pray for this community again and just ask as you, as we have uh, Austin at the church on Sunday, that we would um, invite somebody, uh, let them know. Uh, and then also for uh, First Baptist, uh, Natalia, he'll be there Wednesday night. So we, uh, we thank you, Father God. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we needed to take a, a, a small detour just for a week um, so we can talk about Israel. And, and I 
wanted to make sure we did this and the reason why i picked psalm 20 verses 1 through 9 is is i just entitled this we will remember the name of the lord our god and i'm going to read the psalm and then i got some things we'll talk about and uh, some of the stuff you may know already some of the references you may know already um, some of the things i'll recommend to you that you should be listening to i hope you know uh, because if you're depending on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox for your news, you're in grave, grave danger. Okay, You need to be seeking other sources. Because uh, somewhere in the middle of all that is the truth. Okay, And that's what needs to, needs to be uh, brought out. So Psalm 20 verses 1 through 9. Let's go ahead and read it and then we'll, we'll talk about all this. It says, May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the of God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice, Selah. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. We will rejoice in your salvation. And in the name of our God, we will set up banners. May the Lord fulfill all, all, our, all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer him from his holy heaven with saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, may the king answer us when we call. It's a beautiful psalm, and, and Psalm 21 is actually the victory. Psalm 20 is David saying, Lord, you're going to provide the victory, which is a reminder to us is that we, one of the things that we see is David's uh, praying, is, is seeking God and, and seeking God during, during this time of chaos. And, and so what is going on in Israel? I think it's very important for us to understand as we look at Hamas and, and Israel is to understand that the, the attack that happened happened on the 50-day War of Yom Kippur. It was on the, re, the uh, reunion of that day, um, of the attack, and, uh, and they were caught by surprise then, and now they're caught by surprise again. And, and one of the things I think is very important for us to understand that y'all need to understand is that Israel was a divided country the same way the United States was divided or is divided. Israel was divided over peace and land or the conservative thought of, no, we're not doing any of that stuff. We need to wipe out, you know, Hamas and be done with it. Now everybody's united. Now the United States is torn. You see it in the news today. You saw protesters as they are protesting pro-Palestinian and protesting for Hamas. We have uh, uh, Stanford professors who have been removed uh, from teaching because they made the Jews get up and go into a corner. Um, we have uh, another one. Out, I forget what college it was, but he was saying that he was happy with what happened with Hamas. That the Jews got what they deserved. And these are the people that are teaching. So if you're sending a child to school, you're wasting your money. You need to make sure what, what kind of school and what their beliefs are. 
and your your child needs to have a grounded foundation of Jesus or they're going to be thrown for a loop. I was talking to my daughter Lena about this and you know as you think about somebody supporting as they're 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 celebrating the festival of the reading of the law the last day and and they get I, I think they've had over 8,000 rocket attacks now uh, just in this time period they they've had a Hamas that came in by terror uh, through the air through land and by sea they were uh, killed people in the music festival, which was for peace, and were actually flying balloons of peace to Palestine, and yet those people killed them. They went door to door. They set people on fire. There was one man who was uh, extreme left in, in Israel, and he said that the, the family had surrounded the child and covered the child as they were burnt, and the child survived. And, and, and now he says, I don't care. They need to be wiped out. And how quickly everybody turns, right? You had people that were trying to escape by car. They were shot. People that were in their, their houses, the elderly that were killed. Holocaust survivors that were killed. Babies that were beheaded. That story was back and forth, and I knew it was true because I knew where it was coming from. And, and so... I think what makes it worse is when we look at we look at Israel, we're looking at a, a nation which is much like um, like what we're seeing today in our world is divided left and right, and we're missing the boat. We're missing the boat, and and so when we're focused on school board meetings and Catholic organizations that are having that are helping with abortion and that's where the FBI's focus is that's why they missed it that's why Israel missed it okay and and so um, and we have to be honest about these things it's not a and I want to make sure as we go through all of this it's not a, a left or a right thing because Republicans have screwed up the Middle East just as much as the Democrats Okay, we just have to put that out on the table right off the bat. Okay, so there there have been much missteps on many sides, and and as our country, we see we we one of the things that we do know is we do know that that it was confirmed, and we do know that we provided money through Obama to the Iranian government. We do know that we didn't give money to. Iran, but we let them sell their oil, which gave them money. And Iran is the orchestration of Hezbollah and Hamas. And so they used Afghanistan as the launching point. They saw what a mess that was and said, you know what, we can get them. We can get them. Because they're not focused on, they can't even get that right, an exit out of a country. And, and so that's where all the planning began. Now, uh, sadly, I think I was listening to Amir, and I think what Amir said is they never expected for them to be able to go through so easy. And they didn't think that it was going to happen the way it happened, and the destruction is too much. Because now everybody's like, go ahead and take care of Hamas. Probably 80% of the world, right? That are just like, go ahead and do what you have to do. Now, we need to remember one thing that I do want to make sure we get is we see our con congressional members flying Palestinian flags. We have a problem in our own country. I mean, we do. 
We do. We, we need to remember because one of the things that happens as they talk about death to Israel, death to the Jews, what's next? In their, in their charter for Hamas is death to who? Christians. You need to wake up. So when we look at the people of the Bible, God's chosen nation is Israel. God's chosen people is Israel. And from out of that, Jesus comes and brings salvation to all the Gentiles. So I can't for the life of me fathom why Christians, progressive Christians, are promoting pro-Palestinian stuff. And so that's why it's like we need to talk about this. Because as a church, I need to make sure that y'all understand what, what the Bible says and what we believe and understand that we cannot have. Like when you look at what happened to Israel, it is, they've said it's 20 times as much as 9-11 because of their population size. And, and even the, the, the recent um, hospital incident, first one out with the news is a lie. Israel waited. They did the right thing as a nation. They looked at the evidence. It wasn't us. But did that stop the news from going out? Did that stop Rashid Tlaib and Ilhan Omar to go ahead and, and condemn Israel for bombing a hospital when it was a lie? It was a lie. We need to understand, like if you look at Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 6 through 8, it says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the people on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you, nor chose you because you were more in number than any, uh, any other people, for you were the least of all peoples. Has that changed? Not a bit. Not a bit. Smallest country in, in the Middle East, and every Arab nation keeps bumping their head against the rock like a knucklehead and they just fall unfortunately you know people pay the price of it but they belong to god you're going up against god in verse 8 it says but but because the lord loves you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers the lord has brought you out with a mighty hand brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage from the hand of the Pharaoh and king of Egypt. So you've been brought out. And so what Hamas is trying to do is they're trying to continue what the Arab thought was, is to condemn, uh, condemn Israel as a nation since 1948. The day after Israel became a nation, all of the Arab countries went against them. They didn't even have an army yet. They're still standing. Because of who? God. It's because of God. The, the, the Arab countries have, have struggled with this. And, and, and one of the things that hasn't been talked about at all is that Gaza was turned over in 2005. They were given free elections. They chose Hamas. They indoctrinated their kids. Sound very familiar? They teach them to hate Jews at a very early age. They have them cut off the heads of teddy bears to teach them how, what it is to, to, to be... Um, to have, have someone be beheaded. They have them practice with teddy bears in school. It's sick. And we see this and, and, and they use, and what's crazy is in 2005, they knew exactly where all the leaders were of Hamas. They were underneath the hospital. 
They used the hospital. They used people as shields. And so they knew in 2005 that they could take out every Hamas leader. But they didn't do it. They showed restraint. And it was those same leaders that, that put together this last destruction on October 7th. They could have taken them out. And yet, here we are. And so we need to remember that. The covenant of Hamas is, is there is no solution for the Palestinian problem. This is part of their covenant. There is no solution to the Palestinian problem except by jihad. Initiate proposals, international conferences are but a waste of time and an exercise of futility. So how do you, why do we keep going and trying to have peace with somebody who, who their thought is, is like they, they love death over life. That's their motto, death over life. And so when we look at Psalm 20, the, 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 the beauty of Psalm 20 is to remind us as David is going up against all this activity and, and it goes back as David's struggling and fighting against uh, the battle that was happening and, and David himself is, is going to God. He's like, I, I'm, I'm, he's, he's in his elder states and he's like, I'm a wearing king. And who does he go to? God. His sword was, was worn, but it wasn't rusty. He was still ready to swing it. And that's how we have to be as, as, as Christians. Is like we need to start. I, what I can't understand is why we aren't marching through D.C. as Christians for Israel. What's going on? Right? Where, where are the pro-Israeli marches? We don't see that on the news, do we? You just see the Palestinians. And we see it very quickly. Now, again, one of the things I have to refer to is that we're all made in the image of God. The prayer would be is that they would come to salvation. The prayer would be is that Jesus would show up in a way that's so mighty that it would scare them to death and they would have fear of God. Not Allah. Not the false God that's preached in the Quran. It is a false God. They don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah. And anyone that tells you that the Quran is, is a, a book of peace is a lie. At some point, at some point, you will bow down to Allah or either your head will be cut off or either you will be killed. That's the reality of the, of the Quran. Nobody says that. Now you know. You need to be aware of these things. So as you see these things, because it's funny, my daughter in college in 1990 had somebody who was pro-Palestinian in the 90s, mid-90s. And they only taught one side of the argument. The Palestinian side. When they brought in a Jewish spe speaker to, to talk with them about it, she said, Dad, I felt so bad. Like, I, we, we berated him. We only had one side of the argument. We made that man feel about that big as we marched him right out of the, the classroom. And she goes, and I had no clue. I had no clue, but that's what's happening is they're indoctrinating your children. With one side. They let them read the Quran in college. Would they let them read the Bible in college? Oh no. You can't have that. So we see David. As David tells us in, in, in the first verse. He says. May the Lord answer you in your day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary. And strengthen you out of Zion. 
my hope would be is that you would be prepared. We talked about putting on the armor of God because I'm telling you right now, you are in the evil day. You have Russia who's ready. We're, gonna, we're seeing just a glimpse of Gog and Magog out of Ezekiel Wars. Russia's ready to go at it. They're throwing Americans and like, get out of Turkey. You're seeing the Ezekiel War, the preview of the Ezekiel Wars happening. Which should, for me, it's exciting because I know Jesus is coming. We're getting close. Jesus is coming. You know, and, and that's the reality of it. And David is saying, look, in my day of trouble, my day of trouble, who's going to answer it? God. That's who you go to. That's who you go to. May he send you help from the sanctuary and strengthen you out of Zion. I love 2 Timothy, and, and this is something that we need to be aware of as, as men and women of Christ. He tells us here in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, he says, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And these things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You therefore must endure hardship as, good, as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in war entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in, in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first uh, to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. He's telling you in this verse, is like you... If you belong to me, you're in the army of God. You're enlisted if nobody's told you. You didn't have a moment you gave your heart to Christ. You're His. You're His. And we all have a responsibility. And part of that responsibility is witnessing and testifying the truth. The truth. Remember we talked about putting on the belt, belt of truth. What is truth? Jesus Christ. Be able to witness to others about Christ. We need to understand that when we, when we go through, as soldiers, you are going to go through suffering. I, you know, I, I sit back and I, I think to myself many times, you know, what if we would have just went ahead and went on into Iraq during the Gulf War? We, were, we had them done. They were done. But again, Bush got soft. He got soft. You had a coalition of the world in the Middle East, which would have let any other country know because you forget Saddam Hussein did the same thing to Kuwait. He killed women and children on the road. I saw it on the highway of death. Anyone who tried to escape was killed, murdered. And you think, what would have changed? Because if they would have seen, well, a coalition, if you do this, then you're going to have the whole world coming against you. But we ended up leaving him. And from there, just, you know, you ask those questions. We need to be in prayer because as, as we see David preparing for battle, he's praying for Israel. And Israel's preparing for battle and we need to be praying that the hand of God goes with them and protects them. They don't want to kill anybody that they don't, nobody does in war. Nobody wants to accidentally kill somebody. If they have, if you know, well, that you look at the other side, it's different. We try to approach it the way we're supposed to. But sadly, what happens is, I've told y'all, when you get, you get temptation and desire and, and everything lines up, you get the evil of man. But we need to understand that we're enlisted in the God's army and it's like, what 
what our duty is is to share the gospel to get truth out to to let people know who jesus is who god is right now there's this loud sound that's happening from these news stations news organizations they're already pro pulling pro-palestinian already they're waiting they're just waiting for the first image so they can flip the script on israel and that's why, like for us as Christians, what we need to be doing is because they are made in the image of God, we need to be praying for the Palestinians and for the Hamas and for Hezbollah and for Iran for them to come to know Jesus Christ. Nobody's beyond God's saving. Nobody. And I don't hear pastors saying that. I've listened to many pastors talking about Israel, but I've never heard one say, you know what, they're made in the image of God. We all are. Will we pray for them? Because look, it, it boils my blood. I don't want to pray for them, if I'm being honest with you. I have a real issue when you do things to innocent children and babies. But we prayed last night. I'm like, Lord, you show up in a way that's going to just, they have to make a choice. And you have a lot of kids right now that are lost. These college kids that have been just indoctrinated for years that are lost and they need Jesus. They, they will, I don't know if you've noticed, they'll follow any trend. They just move from one thing to the next thing to the next, from green energy just a week ago to now pro-Palestinian. It's just, they just bounce from thing to thing. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 